another episode now this episode is going to be special because Kimberly and I both have birthdays coming up mine is going to be later this month and Kimberly's will be in June I'm not sure when exactly you'll be listening to this I don't know if it'll be on my birthday or if it will be a little closer to June we don't know but this will be a fun episode, and uh, Kimberly and I are excited to record this, so let's get into it. Totally. Totally, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, we're going to be talking all about birthdays, uh, our birthdays. Um, mine is June 10th. When is yours, Mine Angie? is May 27th. Yeah, so if those of you who don't know, we are both Geminis, so we are going to go into that topic. Yes. But also we're going to talk about birthdays, birthday parties, memories, everything like that. Yep. But yeah, um, birthdays are a very special time. Um, Obviously you get older, which I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, wow, I'm getting old, but then I'm like, well, I'm aging like fine wine because nobody can ever guess how old I am. <laughs> yep, me too. We're going to not disclose that. At least I'm not. No, neither am I. <laughs> neither am I. I am not going to um, disclose my age, though. I don't know. I mean, you might probably figure it out, though, because we might probably um, date ourselves. But Hold on. Alexa, stop. Sorry. I have my alarm going off for noon, so... No, you're fine. Okay. You're fine. But, um... So... Like, do you have, like, a memorable birthday experience, or? I remember when I was seven, I was, uh, I, so I had a surprise party, and my whole kindergarten class and other friends I had growing up, uh, was there, and, I didn't know about it, and I was napping, and when I woke up from my nap, one of my friends down the road was there, and I was like, oh, what are you doing here? She's like, I'm here for your birthday party. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> I was so confused because she came early, and um, and, and it was kind of like cats out of the bag. Yep. Um, 
<laughs> but it was really fun. We have pictures of like the garage all decorated in streamers and Aww. balloons and everything. And then a magician came. Um, so that was really cool too. Um, so wait, that's hold because our stupid sirens are going off and they're gonna go off for like three minutes. No, you're fine. Is it like a tornado warning? It's like the noon siren that goes off where it's like they test the sirens for the tornadoes. Right. Um, oh, okay. Every Saturday at noon. Oh, that's interesting because ours always happens on Wednesdays. Yeah, that happened in Minnesota. Was it Wednesdays at 1? Yeah. For you? Okay, that's interesting. Here and growing up, it's always Saturdays at noon. Oh, wow. I learned something new today. I thought yeah, everybody's just Wednesday, like, because ours is, like, yeah, Wednesday around, like, noon or one, so. Okay, and we have, like, we're in the area where we can hear two sides of the city's sirens, so we get two of them at once, so it's extra loud and extra long. Oh, wow. So, I timed it one time, and it was, like, three minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, I think we get it, it's working by the way i'm leaving I'm, this in i'm not editing out this is fine okay. it's okay it happens it's life so okay it's always good to learn something new yeah all right please excuse us as we resolve this technical difficulty the magician um he it, it was really fun because all my friends were there uh from kindergarten and everything and so like he had things where he'd choose someone out of the audience for things once in a while. But for me, he, you know, did the, you pull the scarf and it just keeps coming out or the, the handkerchief or whatever. And it just keeps coming out and coming out and coming out. And I remember that. So you um, were able to see him clearly and everything? Like you were up close? Um, I sat in front and pretty much, yeah, I don't remember not being able to. So, okay. I would say probably. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the reason I ask is because, like, you know, at birthday parties, everyone wants to just be there and be a part of the action and see what's happening. And it's pretty hard with a crowd of kids to be able to see, you know? Yeah, I think we were all sitting down in the living room, if I remember correctly. Okay. Like, on the floor. Okay. Uh, was there a time when you had a hard time with seeing things or anything at birthday parties? Good question. Um, yeah, I actually, so, um, in Latino parties, you know, when you're a kid, we do this thing called, like, the pinata, so it's this like, piñata, it could be a shape of, like, your favorite character or, like, a star or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. or a donkey, um, if you want to go traditional. Um, and you fill it up with candy. And then you seal it. And then there is, like, somebody, it's usually, like, your dad or your uncle, will, like, basically, like, pull it up, like, by, like, a rope or whatever. Um, and then 
The kids all line up. You're blindfolded. There's a stick that you use. Um, and you basically hit it. You hit it really uh -huh. hard until you can make the candy come out. So everybody takes turns hitting it, trying to hit it, and, like, as you're trying to hit it, like, your dad or your uncle or whomever's up there holding it, um, mm -hmm. will, like, move it up or down, you know, to kind of <laughs> challenge you. Um, okay. So, I mean, but once that one kid hits it, like, they're really going at it, and they break it apart, and all the candy comes out. Everybody goes running to grab candy. I could never mm -hmm. do that. I either got pushed or shoved, or oh. it was just really hard for me to see where all the candy would fall. Right. So, that was always, like, a bummer. I would always have somebody go get candy for me. Okay. Because that was really hard for me to go do. Um, yeah. So, I mean, because, come on, everybody wants candies. So. Yeah. Um, that was, like, the only aspect, um, I want to say maybe playing games like Pin the Tail and the Donkey, again, you have to be blindfolded for it. Um, so, maybe now I could probably say that, like, Maybe that could be easy, but I guess, like, even then, like, you can't use your hands, probably, I bet, to feel. I don't know. You you can, if I remember correctly, you can, but you have to kind of memorize where the... Where it is. Yeah, okay, is so I picture. think now, mm -hmm. I think now, um, now it would be, um, it would be easier, you know, versus when I was yeah. a kid, you know, because, like... Now, you know, we both have blindness skills, so... Uh-huh, uh-huh. Very thankful for our, um... Adjustments of blindness training, you know? ABT training, yeah. so... Um, yeah, I remember... I remember being 10, and I had a very memorable birthday... One of my aunts, she used to be a housekeeper for the, like, Marriott Hotels in Illinois. So, um, she, like, booked a room for me and she decorated the room with, like, Rugrats decorations because I was obsessed with the Rugrats. Oh, I loved Rugrats. Yes! So, she did that for me and then, um... I remember being gifted, you know those clear backpacks? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember being gifted one of those, um, and it had the Rugrats characters on it, and I loved my little backpack so much. <laughs> Aww. Yes. Um, and then, um, I think, uh, I think that was the time when the Rugrats movie came out, too. Okay. Um, and they had this, like, um, who was Tommy's baby brother? Do you remember? Um, Dill. Dill, yeah, baby Dill. So, um, I guess they came out with this, like, baby Dill toy, and, like, he would, like, hiccup and, like, 
say oh mine God. and, you know, suck on his passy. <laughs> and I think, I think it would bounce too. I don't, or like, not bounce, but like shake. Um, Cute. And I remember wanting it and like my, my aunt found it for me. Like one of my aunts found it for me. And, like, she gifted it to me because I remember we had a tough time finding it. And I really mm. wanted it. And so she found it for me, and I loved it so much. Like, I would take him everywhere. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> that's me being 10. <laughs> that's cute. Um, and then, um, yeah, I was... I was definitely obsessed with the Rugrats. I was a, you know, 90s kid. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, um, for, like, an older, memorable birthday, I was 16, um, and in the Latino culture, when you're 15, you have this thing called the quinceañera, so it's, like, this big bash um, and you wear this, like, big puffy dress, and you get, like, your quote-unquote first pair of high heels, and then you get your quote-unquote last doll, because you're leaving childish things behind, and you're basically becoming a young woman, so it's very much a big deal. It's a coming-of-age thing for a 15-year-old girl, but I had mine a year later because... You know, in the States, you do the Sweet 16, so I wanted to kind of, mm -hmm. like, mesh the two together. Yeah. Um, the only thing I know about <laughs> the U.S. and, the, like, the Sweet 16 is, like, I know girls, you know, either have a party or, like, they have a car or, like, something. Or, you know, because I know 16 is also the age here where you can get your um, permit and, you know, you can get a car and learn how to drive and stuff like that, you know? But yeah. for me, aside from my party, the big thing that I got was my puppy. I got a okay. female boxer puppy, and her name was Sugar. She was such a great dog. Um, I lost her in 2014. I was 24. It was heartbreaking, but, you know, we lived good times. Yeah. And, you know, we had good memories together. So, um, but yeah, did you have any memorable birthday parties at um, the age of 16? Not when I was 16, because my cousin had his, it happened to be that it was his wedding that day, and it would have worked out perfectly because my 16th birthday was on a Saturday. How often does that happen? But, like, I wasn't too bummed about it. I was still going to have, like, friends over, a friend or two over, sleeping over mm -hmm. um, around that time, but... I, when I was 17, I had a party where a bunch of my friends came and we slept in the living room all together and watched Liar Liar and we played games that day and went in the hot tub and for a gift, um, I remember my mom gave me tickets to Country USA mm -hmm. and I had never been to a concert prior to that from what I can recall. And I got to see Martina McBride, Jessica Andrews, Alan Jackson. Those three, I, I know I did, but I can't remember anyone else. Um, 
So that was a really fun time. And it was just like, well, I couldn't have something for my 16. Let's just do something. So, and I had a lot of fun birthdays. Like, well, just in general, my mom would have us kids for something special uh, pick out a our favorite cereal because in, in um, for our birthdays because she did daycare out of our home and we couldn't like sit there eating sugar cereal in front of the daycare kids constantly while they were on the food program and had to have other others um, healthy choices and so we were able to have have our own cereal and be promised to just eat it at separate times as the kids so that was kind of a big deal for us growing up and I remember having one of my birthdays at Discovery Zone uh it was like a place with like you know the ball pit and Mm -hmm. slides and stuff but it was like huge and so that was really fun and gym kids was big it was like stuff with foam pits and just like rock kind of rock walls sort of just basically uh a huge gym with all sorts of obstacle courses and stuff like That's that fun. I, I think they i think they still have there. stuff like that now too for the kids now um mm-hmm. i've trampoline never, parks and yeah stuff. i've never been to one but um they have stuff like that now for the kids too and and i know like birthday parties they are like huge like it's the thing yeah now. it's fun mm-hmm <laughs> Yeah, um, I remember growing up as a kid, like, we did, um, you know, I, I either had my birthday at home, or, like, we celebrated at Chuck E. Cheese, um, when I was growing up, you know, six, seven, yeah. eight, <laughs> those are, like, the prime yeah. ages to, like, go play at places like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then as I got older, you know, I had birthdays at home, and, like, with friends and stuff like that, um... So, but I want to say my memorable birthday as an adult, um, I would say, I think I was like 24 or 25. I don't remember, um, but we went, um, the same aunt that like booked the hotel for me for my 10th birthday, she, um, made arrangements for us to go to a Italian restaurant by her house. Um, so we went there, I had a Cosmo, had good food, and then, um, we went to this casino, and inside the casino there's, like, this little nightclub. Um, so, you know, we had a couple drinks and we danced. I danced my pretty little heart out, for lack of a better (laughs) word. (laughs) So much so that one of my cousins was worried that I was gonna fall. (laughs) But I didn't, um, but it was a, it was a fun time. Um, and it was very memorable. Uh, now I would say that I'm getting older. (laughs) My birthdays now, I'm just kind of like, well, what do I do? What do I want to do? You know? Um, so this year, um, I settled on going out for dinner. Um, and my mom is making me a delicious cake. It's a coconut cream cake. Um, with rum, so, yeah. oh my gosh, it is so good, and I cannot wait, so that'll be the thing, and then, uh, doing some shopping, 
What about you? Well, my birthday, again, lands during camp, and I love having it during camp because our group of friends, me and Angie's, is all over, and a lot of them are at camp. So it's like I'm having all my friends I'd want to have a party with at camp with me. So um, it works out good. So I'm going to be coming home that day. So it won't be like I'm at camp all day long. But um, it'll still be nice. Um, So I haven't really decided exactly what. Probably going out to eat somewhere. I I don't know. We'll see. So, but... Almost every year I have my birthday at camp, and I just love it. Um, Don't you love the time of year your birthday is? Yes! I love the spring. I absolutely love the spring. So, um, and this year my birthday is on a Friday, and it's always usually either during Memorial Day, like on Memorial Day, or like, you know, in that weekend. Like, Mm -hmm. So, I always just celebrate that weekend, honestly. (laughs) Um, Yeah, did you realize our birthdays are exactly two weeks apart? Yeah, wow. And we're both Gemini's, like we said. I know. And speaking of birthdays, my um, little friend, who's upstairs, his birthday is tomorrow. Aww. So I baked him a cake. Um, so it's got sprinkles and it's in a dog bone shape. And he's going to get his presents tomorrow. Hopefully we can Aww. go buy Starbucks and he can have his first puppuccino. We'll see. Well, I loved when my birthday was because it was like the week school let out or the week after or just days. And so it's like school let out at the perfect time for me to not have to spend my birthday in school. Oh, that is so much fun. Yeah, so it's like, yay, school's out, yay, my birthday's in a couple days. So it was just like (laughs) a blissful time for that time of year. (laughs) Yeah, I remember like having like a mini celebration at school. Like my mom would bring a cake or cupcakes. Aww. The only time I've had school on my birthday was in training. Ooh. And I um, looked up the bus route. I wanted to go to Olive Garden. So my instructor told me if I wanted to go um, as an assignment to look up the bus route and be in charge of getting everyone there. So I did. That's awesome. Yeah, but I invited everyone who wanted to come to come to Olive Garden with us. And yeah, it was a good time. I I forgot about that until just now. That's fine. Yeah, for my birthday, my birthday was during the pandemic, during training. So, I mean, but my residential coordinator was so sweet and he got me a cake. Um, It was a very, very sweet gesture. I never, ever expected it. Um, and then, um, so I was very grateful for that. And then, 
uh, one of my friends, he threw a birthday party for me and he made me a cake. Um, and it was, it was a surprise. I had no idea what was happening. So that was very, very sweet. Um, so yeah, I mean, that was like bittersweet because like I wasn't home for my birthday. Yeah. Um, and I was like away from my family and stuff like that, so. Yeah. But yeah, um. <laughs> I, I remember at camp one year, my friend surprised me and came and she decorated our lounge. All the rest of us, she conspired with my friends and she decorated the lounge while we were at dinner. And then uh, we were going to the, um, apparently I didn't know this, but we were going to the health lodge to get meds for someone in our in our group because we all hung out together we were kind of clicky then mm -hmm. and um she wound up like hiding behind a tree so I didn't see her because I didn't know she was coming <laughs> and then mm -hmm. um as we passed that tree and then we came back and um the lounge was all streamers and she got a Shrek cake that's awesome <laughs> and we were all, um, everyone knew but me, and I just love surprises. I love surprises. I can't get over it. There's, like, not enough good in the world, so, like, make something happy happen, you know? Like, mm -hmm. so I, I'm the type that loves surprises, and Aww. then I remember it pouring that night, and we were blasting music on one of our boom boxes in the in the um in the lounge and like the counselors were coming in and out and it was pouring outside but we were all like dancing around in the lounge and like it was it was an absolute blast <laughs> that's fine <laughs> that sounds like a blast um did you already ask this about like birthdays uh about uh anything being challenging like in birthday parties as a um, kid I think the only thing challenging that I remember is, like, just being invited or being treated um, nicely during parties, not, like, as an outcast, you know, or yeah. not being invited. Now everyone's invited and everyone gets a trophy and stuff, so no one feels bad. But back then, it's like, it kind of goes hand in hand. On one hand you might be hurt you're invited but on the other hand people might pity invite you and then treat you like dirt yeah I don't think I ever had that issue but um I don't know if I said this or not um and if I'm repeating the story like I said um so in Latino culture um for like kids parties there's always a, a um a piñata, you know? There's always a piñata yeah. involved. Um, and so if you don't know what a piñata is, it's this, like, big, like, thing that's either shaped of, like, a star or your favorite character or a donkey or whatever. Um, so it's, like, basically this thing made of cardboard and then on the outside there's, like, uh... No, it's not cardboard exactly. It's just, like, paper, I guess. Um, and it's... Paper mache. Yeah, paper mache, um, and it's got, like, you know, the, 
Uh, it's covered in um, tissue paper. There we go. Um, and so there's an opening where you fill it up with candy, then you seal it, then one of your dad or uncles, like, climbs up, like, by a tree and, like, has it hanging from, like, a rope and, you know, the kids, like, they get in a line, they're blindfolded, they're spun around, and then they grab, like, they give them the stick and you're supposed to, like, whack the pinata and, like... Your dad or uncle or whomever is up there holding the pinata will, like, move it up and down, you know, to kind of, like, challenge you a bit. Mm -hmm. um, and then whatever kid is, like, whacking it and, like, I mean, whacking the daylights out of it to the point where it breaks and the candy falls out, everybody goes and gets, you know, tries to get as much candy as they can. And that was always, like, the sucky mm -hmm. part for me because I couldn't see where candy was. So that made me kind of sad. Yeah. So, like, I usually would have somebody go get candy for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, that was, like, yeah. the challenging part for, like, birthdays is just, like, the pinata thing. I'm sure there's things that happened. I just don't remember. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. Um... Yeah, I know that's just one thing that I would I thought I would ask. Um, yeah. You know, just because sometimes, like, when you're a kid, um, there could be things that you might find challenging. Um, but, yeah, I think that, um, you know, if you have... If your child has a friend with a disability or if your child has a disability, like, include them. Um, don't think that they can't do something. Yeah. Always ask them, talk to them, you know. Um, and, you know, always ask them and, like, think of ways that you can, like, make something accessible. Like, if it's a game. Or yeah. what have you. Um, and yeah, I mean, I mean, if I had a child, you know, and if I, if I had a blind child at that, for example, I wouldn't see why they couldn't be invited to a birthday party or a sleepover. Like, there's nothing, you know, that wouldn't make it impossible or anything, you know, because they're just like, you know... When you have a disability, you're just like any other person. You know, you're just, well, you're gonna do things differently. Exactly, and it doesn't mean they can't. Like, don't, I, I hate it when people come up with lame excuses like, well, how would they find the bathroom? How would they get up the stairs? My kid's, kid's room is upstairs. They're blind. They're not paralyzed. Like, Show them where the stairs are, obviously. Just like any other to, kid, you know, that would be my game. answer. Like, if I were a parent... I mean, like, what do you do for everyone else? You show them where the bathroom yeah. is. If they need to, tell them where the toilet is, tell them where the sink is, if they're not that well brushed up on skills. I mean, you don't have to be holding their hand, literally, but don't act like they're two and that they'd be a burden, like... That's what really gets to me and breaks my heart that, like, blind kids are just so 
Not even blind out. kids, but kids with a disability. Like don't treat them like don't treat them like broken glass. And don't act like they need to be singled out. Like, no. Oh, Bobby. Hey, why don't you help me with this? It's like they want to be treated like everyone else. Don't single them out more by like not inviting not them inviting or... them or like trying to have it be your kindness thing of the day to involve that disabled child in everything to make yourself feel better like I don't know if I'm getting this point across well enough I just mean like treat them like everyone else but don't single them out and like give them special moments to make you feel good that you invited them and stuff like they that just want to be regular that you did this good deed yeah you know? yeah exactly they just want to be regular they just want to be involved like don't don't hold them up on a higher pedestal than the kid whose birthday it is i mean yeah i hate i hate reading stories where it's just like joey had a birthday and Nobody came to his birthday yeah. or, like, I don't know. It's just, no. I hate stories like that. Like, be inclusive, you know? And, yeah, just don't be that person. That's all I'm going to say for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anything else that you want to add? Not that I can think of. Not other than what we planned. All right. Well, let's talk about astrology and birthday charts. So, Kimberly and I both said we were Geminis, but do you want to know a fun fact? Yes. I wasn't supposed to be a Gemini. Ooh. I was supposed to be a Virgo. Oh, okay. So why don't you... But, since I decided to be born (laughs) five months early, I'm a Gemini, so... So maybe you could do Virgo and and Gemini and see what fits you, we think. I... I, Here's the thing, though. I can't do... I cannot claim Virgo. Because... I wasn't born that but day, I mean, like, and I don't know what time I would have been born. But so. I mean, tell our listeners if you have a minute to look it up the facts about Virgos, and we compa- can compare it to Gemini and see what best fits you. Your your personality. Oh, okay. All right, so Virgos. Let's see. Virgo is an earth sign. Um, Virgos have practical and logical tendencies. They are thoughtful and well-grounded people. They are hardworking. They are creative, reliable, patient, and kind. Those are positive traits. Negative traits, Virgos are critical stubborn, overthinking, picky, and uptight. Okay. And what what 
month is that? Uh, Virgo is, I believe, uh, is it like September? Yeah, it's, it's like late August early September. September. Okay. Early to late, uh, yeah, like early to late, I think. So, like, if somebody was born between, like, August 23rd and September 22nd, you're a Virgo. Okay. Makes sense. All right. All right. What are the treats for Gemini? Do you have them? I know we're curious. I think. Hold on. Let me look this up now. Because I kind of want to know. Okay. Gemini. So... Geminis are adaptable, so meaning they're easygoing, adjustable, willing to try anything once, very flexible, able to change on a dime. They're outgoing, they're like the life of the party, um, they're intelligent, they love to learn, they love to partake in witty banter. <laughs> um... So, yeah, positive strengths, adaptable, outgoing, and intelligent. Okay. Weaknesses, they're indecisive. They can be overly analytical, nervous about making decisions. They struggle with commitment. Number five, they're impulsive. They can change their minds in a heartbeat. Um, it can cause them to make reckless decisions and do superficial things. It could also make... It hard for them to accomplish their goals. They're unreliable. They can be flighty. They can be a little irresponsible. And they can try to avoid responsibility and boring activities. And they can be nosy. <laughs> they want to know everything about everyone. Um, so... Okay. It says to be careful about telling your dirty little secrets to a Gemini. Oh. So that's what it says. <laughs> Okay. I just did a Google yeah. search. Yeah. That's what this that that that's what this site says. Um, it's called Prep Scholar. Um, okay. So those are those are strengths and we and weaknesses of the Gemini. Um, however, I can look up more personalities. But yeah, they are versatile, vibrant, insightful, fascinating, original, the life of the party, resourceful, charming, wise, exciting, curious, like you okay. said, expressive, clever, full of ingenuity, a natural hostess, a wordsmith, inspiring, vivacious, bubbly, intellectual, fun-loving, dynamic, smart, good at fitting in, um, loquacious, or lo I can't pronounce it. L O Q U A C I O U S. Loquacious, enchanting. They're also easily bored. Sometimes they gossip, restless, anxious, judgmental, depressed, overwhelmed. Sometimes super superficial. So yeah, easily distracted. Enigmatic. I think that one's more factual towards me. Which the one, one you just 
bread. Enigmatic. The, the second, the second one that with all those traits that you just read, like over over yeah. the first search, the second search seems to fit me more. Yeah, this is like a bunch of traits though. I can definitely see that though with myself. Some of the stuff I can. I mean, not all, but I, I feel like the first search, it was like, no, 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 not really, sort of. <laughs> yes. Let's see what this is for Virgo. I'm not a Virgo, but I was supposed to be. say anything about Virgo. Well, I guess we're up, Virgos are uptight. But yeah, um, I'm not a Virgo, so. <laughs> Alright, do you want to look up your birth charts? Yes, I've never done that before. Okay. It's up to you who's It'll, you want to do first. I'll do yours okay. first. Okay. Alright, so the way the birth chart works is... Hold on. Give me a minute, I want to find it here. I want your... I want the birth chart, though. Okay, here we go. So, so the way the birth chart works is this. So, it'll tell you your sun sign, and your sun sign rules your personality. It's your soul. Okay. Um, your moon sign rules your emotional, like your emotional core, like who you are emotionally. Okay. So, that's like your heart. Your rising sign is your outer appearance, like how the world sees you. Okay. Does that make yep. sense? Yeah. Okay. So, let's get to it. So, I'm going to type in your name. And it asks for your gender, it asks for your birthday, I know you gave it to me, so I'm going to just enter it now. Okay. Let's submit it and see what we have. Oh, the city name, okay. There we go. Found mm -hmm. it. Alright. So. Here is what your chart says. 
Your sun is in Gemini. Your moon is in Scorpio. So what that means is... Okay. So your sun. Your sun represents vitality, a sense of indiv individuality, and outward shining creative energy. So the urge for self-expression is strong. Okay. These natives are often just as interested in collecting information as they are sharing it. Curious to a fault, Geminis have a finger in every pie. Solar Geminis are flexible and changeable people. Their ability to adapt quickly to new situations generally gains them plenty of friends and social contacts. Usually quite clever and witty, Geminis enjoy intellectual conversations and they are easily bored if they are not getting enough mental stimulation. True. So there's that. Often quite adept at fitting in with others, Geminis easily adopt the moods of those around them. They are friends to people from all walks of life and are not easily intimidated. Their ability to detach themselves can make Geminis very objective and observant, but a little difficult to get close to. Although they often have many friends, intimacy doesn't come as easily to a solar to solar Geminis. It can be difficult to know what Gemini really feels at any given moment. They are often very impressionable and scattered. There is usually a nervous air to Geminis that can make them more personal characters a little uneasy. It is not always intuitive to trust Geminis to be loyal or to keep secrets. Geminis often flit about moving quickly and keeping busy every step of the way. Many people with this position of the sun have gained quite a bit of knowledge in their lifetimes, but they often don't possess specialized knowledge. This is because Geminis have relatively short attention spans. Restlessness and especially is especially common with this position of the sun. Huh. Interesting. But yeah, um... The tendency to take things lightly makes them quite pleasing to be around. They can be, their wit can be dazzling. Their changeability can be dizzying. So, basically what it's saying is you're an opportunist. You can express yourself easily. You tend to learn quickly. You are welcoming and gentle. You like to travel. Intellectual work. Um, your weakness is a changeable and diffuse nature, may waste energy by taking on too much things. You might lack persistence in achieving set goals. So there's that. All right. So the moon. The moon represents your emotional states. Your moon is in Scorpio. You seek out emotional intensity. They are diggers when it comes to the world of emotion. They can see beyond facades and cut right to the core of a person. This ability to see what isn't obvious is to the rest of the world can be intimidating to others or wildly attractive depending on the audience. I'm going to just give you the okay. short. Um... Basically, that means you're courageous, brave, independent, not a fearful nature, a very sensual and progressive person. Potential issues, excesses of pleasures, difficulty letting go. Very sensitive, 
fantasizes. She is easily touched, moved, and affected. She is sometimes shy and prudent and emotional. Your feelings are right there for everyone to see. Let me see what your ascending sign is. I can send this sure. to you. But yeah, would you say that you're... That this, um... Like, is accurate? Yeah. Um, to a point, I don't agree with, like, being... Uh, telling people's business, like, don't trust them, because I'm the complete opposite. No, I... I know. I'm I'm that same way as well. Your ascending sign is Libra, by the oh. way. That is your ascending sign. Yeah, I'll send this to you. Okay. Alright, so I will do mine. And I was born at 4 p.m. Oh. Okay. All right, so. My sun is in Gemini and my moon is in Pisces. Huh. My ascending sign is Libra. So, um, it says the same thing, basically. So the sun, I'm an opportunist, yada, yada, yada. My moon is in Pisces. I can be very dreamy, not always in touch with reality. These people may not always show real world savvy in day to day, practical affairs. They make up for this in, with remarkable intuition. I can see that. They can put themselves into anybody's shoes with extreme ease. So the downside is to break down boundaries that these people can easily lose themselves in the suffering of others. Um, their sense of humor is delightfully silly and a bit odd. I'm going to just give you the shorts. Okay. Imaginative, sharp thoughts. She is impressionable with an abundance of imagination, gentle, warm, humorous, artistic. Potential issues, troubles caused by too much sentimentality, worries, problems, unhealthy imagination, escapism, and nervousness. Interesting. Yep. Would you say that's accurate? Somewhat, yeah. Okay. I can see that. At least my emotional side and my... Our ascending sign is Libra, so... 
Here goes that. That's basically what we show the world. Okay. Anything else that you want to add? Nope, not for that. Alright. Well, guys, thanks a lot for listening oh, to this on. episode. We got our you gift. know where to find this. Oh, yeah. Did we want to do, do that wanna... on here or a separate one? We could do it on here. That's okay. fine. Do you need to get yours? No, I have mine. All right, so we're going to open up our gifts. I know, I'm all trying to leave. <laughs> I'll edit that part out when we're trying to leave. But, uh, yeah. I was trying to leave and we forgot about that. Okay, so do you want to go first or do you want you me to go, go first? first? Okay, cool. I'm excited. Early birthday That's present. That's just one of them. The other is coming. Okay, I will open that one up when it comes. But I'll open this one for now. Let's see what it is. Come on. There we go. Ooh, it's a baby! <laughs> it's so little it's because it comes in like this little box oh oh it's a dragon oh and it's holding a butterfly you had that on your list and the butterfly got me because I thought that will be her way of remembering it's from me thank you and I know you love butterflies yeah, so. <laughs> Oh, thank you. I love it. I'm going to put this little guy right Aww. here. Oh, I love him so much. Thank You're you. You're welcome. Oh. Okay, my turn. Yay, open up okay, your present. Okay, this is really thin. So, it's the only package I got lately. So, I hope it's what you gave me. want me to tell you what it is um, I can. Wait until I open it. Yeah, I know. That's what I was going to say. I want you to open it. It's a gift card of some sort. So uh -huh. what is it? It is a gift card to DoorDash. Yay! Thank you. So that all of your deliveries can come true. <laughs> nice. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right, guys. So this concludes our episode. Thank you for joining us. Um, and you guys know where to find us. You can listen to us wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. And you can find us on Twitter and on Facebook. Just look up This Is What Blind Looks Like on Facebook. And then on Twitter, we are at Blind Looks Like. That is our, our Twitter email handle. is this is what blind looks like 
pod at gmail.com. And I wanted to just quickly say we are having a future episode at some point about bullying. And we want you guys to, us, to private message us on Facebook, Twitter, email us a story you'd like us to share happen to you. It doesn't have to be blindness related. It can be for any type of disability. A story, an instance, it doesn't have to be like an ongoing thing that happened. It can be an instance and you can let us know if you choose to have us say your name on air or not or your handle or whatever. So, um... And we can keep it yes, anonymous. exactly. So slide into our DMs and uh, let us know your stories or any uh, ideas or topics for a show. Whatever. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, Stay tuned for future episodes and follow us on Patreon. Get on Patreon because we really need the support. And we will see you guys next time. Bye!